Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Yes, we are blessed to be in the house of the Lord one more time. He didn't have to do it, but thank God he did. I'm looking at you, and I know you're blessed. We welcome you to this, our 11 o'clock worship experience. Those of you that are worshiping us by way of live streaming, welcome. But we that are here, we are thankful that we can gather here in the house of the Lord. The pastor preached last week on how great and how wonderful it is to have a surround sound when a brother or a sister can say amen or give a testimony in front of us, but then somebody beside us or on the other side or behind us can say amen. The old church used to say, I can feel the fire burning when my sisters and my brother give their testimony. Somebody over here may say that the Lord did this for me. But then somebody over there on the other side may say, you know what? He did the same thing for me. And that's the beauty of worship. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for blessing us. Lord, we do not take this blessing for granted. Your love, your kindness, your grace, and your mercy that you give to us day by day. Lord, we thank you for it. Lord, we know that there are many that are sick and shut in, that desire to be in somebody's church. And we ask, Father, that you will have mercy on them. All of those that are sick and shut in, Father, we ask for your mercy. Father God, for the bereaved, have mercy. Father, we ask that you will bless not just this church, but for every church door that is open in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Bless. Give us the strength to keep on keeping the blood-stained banner high. For we see that Satan is busy. People are losing their very mind. For us that know that you are still God, we ask that you would keep giving us the strength to tell a world that's dying that Jesus is the answer for the world today and that every knee must bow and that every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. And Father God, we will forever keep giving you all of the praise for you are worthy of our praise. You've been mighty good to us. And for that, we said thank you now, Lord. Thank you. And we ask that you will bless us in this service so that when we leave this place, we will be revived. We thank you now. We ask that you will bless us and receive this prayer in Jesus' name, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. And amen. Heaven is in the room. It feels like heaven is in the room.
Good morning. Good morning, K Chapel. Very devotional reading for today comes from Psalms 96, uh, 1 through 8. It reads as follows. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonderful among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the people. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Words for, uh, uh, words for God's people. May we pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord God, our God, our own wise God, oh, Lord God, we thank you, O Heavenly Father, your great, for your grace and your mercy, oh, Lord God. You are the great I am, oh, Heavenly Father. You are the one that feeds us, oh, Lord God, when we are hungry. You are the one that clothes us when we are naked, oh, Lord God. You give us water when we are thirsty. Most of all, Lord God, you gave us salvation, Heavenly Father. Lord, now we ask you that you forgive us of our sins, knowing that we are not, no better than filthy rags before you, oh Lord God. But by your blood of your son, Jesus Christ, we are made whole, oh Heavenly Father. Yes, thank you, oh Lord God, for again. Now, Lord, look upon the ones that is before us, oh Heavenly Father. Empower us, oh Heavenly Father, to do your will. Let your power be in us this day, O Heavenly Father, that we be able to help someone, O Heavenly Father. Feed the hungry and bring the ones that is sick. Heal them, O Lord God. Help us to heal them. Look upon us, O Lord God. Give you your Holy Spirit that we may be a beacon of light before you, O Heavenly Father. That we may shine in a dark places throughout this community, throughout this state, and throughout this country, O Lord God. Now, Lord, look upon the sick. The ones that is physically sick and spiritually sick, Heavenly Father. Let your Holy Spirit rule and, and super rule in their lives, O oh Lord God. Look upon the bereaved family, Heavenly Father. Comfort their hearts and minds, knowing that you are the resurrection and the light, Heavenly Father. That all through you, all things should, made be, should be made perfect and new. Lord God, look upon us as we go toward this day. These blessings I ask in your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Today's announcements are as follows. Hey, Chapel Girl Scouts registration is now open to all new and returning girls. The Girl Scouts annual Back to Scouting event will be on September 9th, 2023, here at the church from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Youth, today is the last day to sign up for the youth retreat. The youth retreat will take place at the end of September in Twin Lakes. The retreat is for youth ages 12 through 18. 
the Youth Night for the Jackson District Association's annual session for the Congress of Christian Education will be held here at the church on September 18, 2023 at 6.30 p.m. The Youth Department needs the youth of K Chapel to, to participate on Youth Night through song, praise dance, and by greeting other youth participants. Please make plans to attend. K Chapel Boy uh, and Cub Scout Troops and PAC 517 will hold its first meeting on September 12th at 6 p.m. here at the K Teen Center. This will be an open house to kick off registration and cover plans for the exciting activities in the new scouting year. Scouting is open to boys between the ages of five and 18. Sign up for an exciting scouting year. Contact any Boy Scout leader for additional information. Bible study resumes this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Join us on YouTube and Facebook this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Year-end church council meeting is Tuesday, September 12th at 6 p.m. Ministry reports should be sent to Johnny Gray or Carol Dorsey no later than September 11th. Again, the year-end business meeting is Thursday, September 14th at 6 p.m. And at this time, I will uh, invite Dr. Teresa Green uh, for our ministry emphasis. I need a little uh, support here, so thank you, Deacon. <laughs> Hope this works. Well, great morning. morning. Now, it, this is Teresa Green, as you heard, and I'm coming to you live this morning to let you know that September is back to Sunday school month here at Cade. Back to Sunday school. Now, your Sunday school is looking for all children our teens and tweens, young adults, career, uh, college young adults, uh, adults, seniors, all members to come back to Sunday school and grow with us. Now I'm kind of looking around and I see that you may be thinking, I'm glad you asked. Your Sunday school, not only are we looking for members, but we are also recruiting volunteers. You may render your time and you can render your gift. And it does not matter if you're a current Sunday school member, a new Sunday school member, a returning Sunday school member, have never been a Sunday school member, or want to become a Sunday school member. All are welcome, and we want you to come help us grow. Now, I don't want you to be swayed, dismayed, or delayed by that person sitting next to you. I just want you to tell yourself. I know I 
go. Thank you so much. All right. Now, Sunday school meets each Sunday in person from 9.15 to 10.30 a.m. in the right uh, center on the second floor. And we meet virtually from 9 to 10 a.m. each Sunday as well. So if you think you have maybe, I've outgrown Sunday school. I don't need Sunday school. I don't have time for Sunday school. I just don't care about Sunday school. I got a word. Just listen to this. new day. Now that I got you thinking about how you can fit in, here's how you get in. In your pew, there's a card. has a little square QR code. Just take your camera, take a picture, submit, hit, uh, fill out the information, and hit submit, and guess what? You're in. Now, that's the card at your pew. Now, if you don't do that thing with your camera, guess what? There's also a good old-fashioned phone number. One call, that's all. That'll get you connected. You still got questions about Sunday school? Okay, next Sunday is open house. So just come by, all the classrooms will be open, drop in, and our, our teachers and our Sunday school superintendents will be there to greet you. All, all classes are open, so now, as you go through your week, the prayer of the Sunday school is that your response to this Sunday school call for workers and attendance, we hope, we pray that your response will be Yes. Thank you. See you in Sunday school. Thank you, Dr. Green. I'm telling you, that was so impressive. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yes, Lord, Sunday school. Now, this is a time where we all can participate. This is tithes and offering time. All right, that was about 100. This is tithes and offering time. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, you know, I don't normally do this, so I'm in competition with the men this morning. And I'm asking you to show out this morning. Let us give like God has blessed us. Now, that was weak. Let us give as God has blessed us. All right. Now, you know that we have offerings and we have different things that reasons why we give. We support the ministry of this community. We support what Cade Chapel has been charged to do in supporting those who have not. 
Now, if you ask how you can give, there is a, a code on the screen right now, and you can look at the website and look at that code and decide that you want to give online. You can bring your envelope here by the church if you so desire. And if you want to be old time, you can just call us. And we still accept your money. Now, as you decide to give, we would like for you to think why you give. And it is because God expects us to give back. What he has blessed us with, there is just a small requirement. And any of you that came revival a few weeks ago, you heard one-tenth is just a representation of the 100% that you have been blessed with. So now I ask that you make me proud, that you pull out your wallets, you pull out your checkbooks, and if any of you still use that old-fashioned thing called cash, that the ushers will provide you with an envelope, and as you walk out the door, you can give this morning. For those of you that are listening to us online, we really appreciate your financial support as well as your spiritual support. Now, give graciously, not begrudgingly, because God loves a what kind of giver? Amen. Praise God. Come on, put your hands together. Come on.
Yes, God is real. Thank you, O Lord God, for the gift. Thank you for the givers. Thank you for the ones that desire to give but had not to give, O Lord God. May those gifts to be a blessing to your, in your sight, O Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Good morning, K Chapel. James, the fifth chapter, verse 14 says, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. We ask that you would pray for the Moncure and Stamps family. Deacon Moncure lost his brother-in-law Mr. Charles E. Stamps. The funeral for Mr. Stamps was held on yesterday at West Haven Funeral Home here in Jackson. We have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Representative Alice Clark, Brother Willie Bursch, and Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee. We have recovering at home, Brother Eddie Dawson. And those related to members of the church that are asking for prayer is Mr. Melvin Scott, the husband of Sister Bunny Scott, and Sister Faye Peterson is asking for prayer for her mother, Miss Ora Lee Johnson. She also asked that the calls be limited. And I got a last minute text that I believe is worthy of mentioning this morning. The brother Ricky and Ruth Wilson is asking for prayer for their daughter their granddaughter, I'm sorry, Mackenzie Emil Nathan of Columbia, Georgia. Now, the reason why I think that's worth mentioning right now is because she's 22 years old and she had a stroke. So, if you don't believe prayer is necessary, then don't get ill. Let us pray. Father, we come with bowed heads and humbled hearts. We come this morning to praise and lift your holy name. Father, because you are good. We trust that even though some are suffering and dealing with different types of illnesses, you have remained faithful. You know that, you know what they are going through. You know better than anyone else. So Father, we ask if it be in your will to please grant them peace and comfort right now. We are asking for the kind, that kind of help that only you can give, Lord. Give them strength, O oh Lord. Let them feel your loving arms around them. Father, we know you hear every prayer. You see every tear. And you even know every word. But Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your presence. Bless now, O oh Lord. Bless now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of y'all need God to fix something in your life right now? I know I'm not the only one standing up here that need God to do some things for us right now. In this season, in this time, right now, we're all standing in the need of prayer. 
Tuna, how about you just open up your hearts and allow God to come in and fix whatever you need in your life right now? Can you just submit unto him? Can you just open your heart up to him? Amen.
Somebody here knows that he's a fixer. He's a restorer. He can put it back together again. Because he's just that kind of God. There's nothing too hard. For our God, He can really, He can really fix it. That's right. <laughs> the reason I know He can do it is because He's a real God. He's He's a real God. There are some things I may not know 
there are some places I can go, but I am sure of this one thing. I wonder if anybody knows it this morning. That God is real. My, 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 my. Y'all come on and help us sing that. Oh, yes, God is real. God is real. He's real in my soul. Oh, yes, God is real. Washed, made me whole. Oh, his love for me, my God, just like pure gold, yes, God is real, I can feel him, oh, yes, God is real, yes, God is, come on, he's real in my soul. God is real. He's washed and made me whole. Oh, his love for me is just like, just like you go. Yes, God is real. Oh, I can feel him in my. I wonder if you feel him this morning. Oh, yes. God is real. He's real in my soul. Yes, God is real. For He's wise. Behold, oh, His love for me. Oh, just like you go. Yes, God is Oh, I can feel. Now, if you know he's real, why don't you give him a real praise right now? If God is real in your life, why don't you give him a real praise, a, a real hallelujah, a real thank you, Jesus, a real if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I know he's real. Somebody say, how do you know he's real? Because he walks with me and he talks with me. He tells me that I belong to him. And every now and then, I can feel him moving on the inside. Every now and then. I know he's real. I know he's real. You can't make me doubt it. Know too much about it. I know God is real, real in my, my soul. Psalm 96. Psalm 96. Thank you for letting me praise the Lord. Psalm 96. Psalm 96. You'll find these words recorded Psalm 96 
there are these words you will find. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord, bless his name, show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great <laughs> and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Here it is, given to the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord the glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. You may be seated presence of the Lord. Sing a new song. Sing a new song. Did, did y'all see it yesterday? Did y'all see it yesterday? Um, in the midst of, of, of Jackson State's win and, and Jackson State West also known Colorado. In, in the midst of all of that, um, there was another win. There was another win. It was, it was, it was in New York. Uh, a young lady by the name of Coco Golf. Did y'all see it? Uh, she, she, she won the U.S. Open at 19 years of age. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, I was excited. I was excited to see uh, this young lady with such poise, with such grace, and with such ability to not only win, but to win graciously. Not, not, not just to win, but to win with, with poise, with dignity, with composure, and to even celebrate the one that she beat. There's a certain way to win, y'all. But, but what struck me, what struck me, Carol, was, was, was when uh, they brought them to center court and began to interview Coco and, and it got to a part in the interview where Coco said, uh, can I have the microphone? Did y'all see that? And, and, and I knew when a black woman asked for the microphone. <laughs> she about to go in. She, she, she began to thank her parents and and, and she thanked all of her staff, all of her coaches, everybody who had been working with her. Uh, the commentator had asked her about prayer, and she talked about prayer being an important part uh, of her life. And then after she thanked everybody, she said, now let me, let me lastly thank everybody who thought I wouldn't be here. 
Did, did y'all hear it? She, she said, let, let me thank you because you thought you were pouring water on my fire. She said, but really, it was gasoline. And right now, she said, I'm burning brighter than ever before. You, you should go Google it. You should go look at the speech. Amazing speech, amazing speech. I, I, I want to start with that because in life, you will have people who don't believe in you. There will be people who don't understand you, people who do not support you. There will even be people who don't want to see you succeed. And you have a choice to make. Either the words of your critics will stop you or they will motivate you. Either they will cause you to lose focus or they will cause you to become laser sharp. Either you will become jaded and dissuaded or you will get locked in and locked on to what your goal and what your target is. What happens to so many of us is that when life gets hard, when challenges come before us, when things get difficult, we let the situation get the best of us and we start a downward cycle into all that's wrong and all that's unfair and all that's unjust and we begin to build a nest where we sit and sulk, we cry and complain, we moan and groan, we weep and wail and we begin to sing a song of woe is me. But I like how Coco responded. She just kept playing the game. She, she could have languished in all that was unfair and how she was being critiqued, but she kept playing the game. She could have loitered in the predictions of the sports commentators who counted her out, but she kept playing the game. She could have focused all of her energy on the way matches were being called in her opponent's favor and advantage, but she just kept playing the game. And I want to encourage somebody this morning who's upset over life, upset at life and how it's unfolding, things that are not going in your favor, situations that seem like they are not going to work for your good. Hear me and hear me well. Don't you quit on life. Don't you give up on your dream. Don't you lose focus or composure when things are unfair. Keep playing the game. Keep playing the game. Keep playing the game because here's what's certain. You will never win if you quit playing the game. You'll never win. If you quit playing the game, because Coco kept playing the game, today she is the winner of the U.S. Open. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that one of the things that allowed Coco to remain composed under pressure and perform with such laser focus and resilience, I believe, I believe it is in part not only because of her training, not only because of her discipline, but also because of her faith. Oh, you didn't know about Coco, did you? You, you, you didn't know about Coco. She, she, she's been very vocal about her faith and how it grounds her, her faith and how it helps her to frame life and what happens in life. Even in her speech on yesterday, she said that she believes that God lets you go through some trials and through some tribulations in order to make victories like this one even sweeter. Listen to her speech. She said when the interview asked her about her prayer life, Coco said, yeah, prayer is vitally important to me, but I I don't pray for results. She said, I pray that God allows me to do my best and whatever happens, happens. She's 19 and got a better theology than a lot of us. 
Can, can I go a little bit further and let you know that at 19, this young lady's faith was formed at a church that's called the St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Boynton Bleach, Florida. I think I need to say that again. St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Boynton Beach, Florida. I think I need to say it again. St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Boynton Beach, Florida, that's right, Coco is a choir girl, y'all. Coco grew up in the Baptist church. Coco goes to a church where they have Sunday school every Sunday, where they have deacons who still pray in the Sunday service. Coco goes to a church where there are praise dancers, where there's a choir, where there's a midweek Bible week service. Coco goes to a missionary Baptist church that is a part of the National Baptist Convention USA Incorporated. Why am I saying all that? Because I need my young people to understand ain't nothing wrong with the Baptist Church. We still produce leaders. We still produce winners. Don't let anybody talk down on your faith. Ain't nothing wrong with the church. And don't let anybody clown you on your faith. Don't let anybody make you feel ashamed of your faith. When you're in the cafeteria and you're praying over your food, you look up and they're looking funny, you ought to offer a prayer for them too. You ought to let them know, I can cover me and you too. If you don't have enough faith for yourself, I got you, boo. She learned early how to sing a new song when life knocks you down. She learned how to sing a new, new song when people who could help you would only hurt you. She learned how to sing a new song through life's dark days and depressive nights. She learned how to sing a new song. And rather than singing a new song of trust, a new song of dependence on God, a new song of victory in Jesus. Too many of us as believers are singing the same old songs. Singing the same old songs we used to sing before we became new creatures in Jesus Christ. You're singing that song, woe is me, don't nobody love me, ain't nobody ever gonna marry me. You're singing that same old song, ain't nothing life and fair. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at Y'all singing the same old song. It's too much for me. I'll never win. Life is too unfair. Nothing good ever happens to me. You singing the same old sad song. And listen, you ought to be tired of it because we are. Folk around, you know the lyrics to your song. You've been singing it for the last 10, 15, 20 years. It's time for you to sing. Wish you would talk to me in here. A new song. You're singing, letting the wrong message seep into your spirit and spoil your soul. But as new creatures in Christ Jesus, we should carry a new tune. We should lift up a different sound. We should raise a different chord for the world to hear because of our God and our faith in our God. That's what this psalm is all about, singing a new song. And the psalmist, the psalmist not only commands us to sing a new song, but he contextualizes our singing. He categorizes our singing. He puts our singing in relationship to our victory in Christ Jesus. Mm, he puts our singing in recognition of the power of God. He puts our singing in the awe of the splendor of our king. Let me say it another way. The psalm, this psalm says to us that we don't have to go through life down and dejected, 
We don't have to live in fear and anxiety. We don't have to wonder and worry about how things are going to turn out or work out. We don't have to surrender to negative thoughts or submit to defeatist dispositions. But in the Lord, you can sing a new song, a song of hope, a song of victory, a song of joy. You can sing a new song, a song of peace, a song of the Lord's goodness and the Lord's mercy. You can sing a new song because that old song you singing you need to retire don't you know that's basically what Jesus was challenging the man at Bethesda's pool to do to get a new song instead of sitting there complaining about not having anybody to put you into the water here is the one who can provide the healing that you need and I'm asking you do you want to be healed and you talking about ain't nobody here to push me in the water. Jesus is in front of you and you talking about ain't nobody here. You so used to singing the same old song, you don't even see the opportunity standing right in front of you. And we can get stuck on the same old thing. We know the lyrics so well that before we can even answer the question thoughtfully, we just answer it out of memory because it's what we've always said. It's what we've always done. Jesus says, do you want to be healed? Or have you gotten stuck in life singing the same old song? Truth be told, a lot of us, could be in better spaces relationally, emotionally, and spiritually if we stop singing those old songs about who did us wrong and how he treated you and what she said and how they messed over you. That was 10 years ago and you're stuck in that moment, stuck in that feeling, stuck in that trauma. The Lord sent me by here to tell you this morning, it's time for you to get unstuck and sing a new song. You can't go on in life, enjoying life, winning in life because you're singing the same old song. So sing a new song. Instead of cursing the mountain, you ought to sing a song about how you got over. Instead of complaining about their tactics to take you out, you ought to sing a new song that no weapon formed against you would prosper. Instead of concentrating on the bad, you ought to sing about the goodness of the Lord. Instead of over-considering the what-ifs of life, sing a song about how all things are working for your good because God is intentional. Instead of cycling downward into melancholy moments that suffocate the soul, sing a new song of love lifting you when nothing else could help. Love lifted me because as remember as believers we have been made new and if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things and old songs are passed away all things have become new instead of songs of defeat sing songs of redemption a new song that results from a new spirit a new soul and a new woman or man. Sing songs of salvation, songs of restoration. Sing songs of God fixing what was broken. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't charge me with being insensitive and uncaring and unkind because I know life can deal you a difficult hand to play. I know, I know, I know that you could have been playing the game of Monopoly and you drew the chance card and it says go directly to jail. 
don't pass go, don't collect $200. I know you were about to go out and then they skipped you and reversed you and made you draw four and then changed the color on top of you. I know life can be tough, situations can be unfair, sadness, grief, tragedy can work to change even the strongest believer's disposition from being satisfied with Jesus alone to being sour on life itself. But before you give up, before you throw in the towel, before you surrender to the situation, I want to help you to sing a new song that is God-honoring and spirit-lifting. Here's what the psalmist invites us to do. Number one, he says, concentrate on your deliverance daily. Concentrate on your deliverance daily. It's in the text, verse 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Here it is, verse 2. Sing unto the Lord, bless his name, show forth his salvation from day today. Ah, show forth his salvation. How long? When? From day today. Listen, one of the ways that you can start singing a new song is by recognizing your daily blessings. From day to day, your, God's daily mercies upon your life. God's daily goodness for you. From day to day, the psalmist says, you don't have time to get depressed if you're thankful daily. You don't have time to start sulking and sighing if you're thankful daily. If every day you get up, you are reminded of the goodness of the Lord. Every day you remember the, that to count your blessings. Every day you name them one by one. Every day you acknowledge the faithfulness of God. Morning by morning you recognize the Lord's mercies. Every day you thank God for your daily bread. The psalmist says you ought to think of the goodness of the Lord every day. Every day you wake up, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you God, you did it again. Every day you have food to eat, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you Lord, you did it again. Every day you know your name, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you, you did it again. Every day you can dress yourself, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you, you did it again. Every day you can go where you need to go without anybody taking you, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you, you did it again. Thank you day by day by day by day. And when I start thinking about his goodness daily, it helps to counter the depression that tries to seep in and seek in to my spirit and my soul. No, you don't have no place here, depression, because God's been too good to me. God's been blessing me all my life. God's been opening doors for me. When I look back over my life and think things over, I ain't got nothing to complain about. God has been good. Number two, number two, I'm hurrying. Number two, the psalmist invites us, secondly, to testify of his wonder broadly. To testify of his wonder broadly. Verse three says, declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. The psalmist says is that we ought to declare his glory to everybody. In other words, don't, don't just talk about the Lord in church. It's easy for us to testify and witness in here. But the psalmist is real clear about where this testimony ought to go. He says, tell it to the heathen. To talk about God's goodness to all nations, folk who don't know your God. You ought to tell them about how good the Lord is. I wish I had a witness here. 
The psalmist is saying, speak of the wonders, his wonders among all people. Don't be embarrassed about your faith. Don't be ashamed about your God. Don't be quiet about your belief in God and what the Lord has done for you. Declaring his glory is simply giving God his credit. That's why the psalmist said, give him the glory that's due his name. I owe him this. God's been blessing me. How dare me close my mouth and act like I'm ashamed But when given the opportunity and provided the stage, the believer declares, even if it's on the U.S. open court, that God's glory is good. I don't think that means that you have to be, be one of those obnoxious believers. You, you know the ones I'm talking about. I mean, always... Always. I mean, you can be talking about watermelons. And somehow they're going to make you know that he's the living water. I really just talking about watermelons. Uh. Yeah, don't, don't be that person where, where you can't have a conversation without bringing the Lord up. Amen. But, but when the opportunity is just there, when, when somebody has opened up their life to you and, and they're struggling and need a word and the unction of the Holy Spirit says, that's the one who needs to know that God has not left them alone. Then open your mouth. Then talk about his goodness. Then share of his mercies. Wish I had a witness in here. You ought to tell the Lord, yes. You ought to tell the person, yes, it was the Lord. The Lord who brought me here. The Lord who did this for me. It was the Lord. And you ought not be embarrassed. If the Lord has done anything in your life, you ought not be embarrassed. You ought to be able to tell somebody it was the Lord. Who brought me out of that accident? It was the Lord. You should have seen the car. The car was totaled, but but I was all right. It was the Lord. Wish I had a witness in here. It was the Lord who gave you the strength to go through that hardship without losing your mind. It was the Lord who let you go through that trauma without becoming, yeah, traumatically depressed in your heart. It was the Lord who settled you. It was the Lord who anchored you. It was the Lord who kept you. It was the Lord who protected you. It was the Lord who secured you. It was the Lord who has been providing for you. It was the Lord. So he says, sing among all people, the heathens, wherever they are. You ought to be able to sing of his wonders like the songwriter said, my God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Heals me when I'm broken. Strength when I've been weakened forever. He will reign. That's singing a new song of the wonder and the splendor and the awesomeness of God. Lastly, and I'm through. Lastly, I'm through. It says, you're going to sing a new song. You should offer praise to God confidently. 
offer praise to God confidently. Confidently. I, I, I like how the psalmist makes uh, a comparison. Verses 4 and 5, he says, For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Verse 5, for all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Did, did you see what the psalmist did? The psalmist said, you are a child of God. The God of the universe. The God who made heaven and earth. There is no other God like our God. And he says, and when you sing, you are a sound like. Ain't no God like our God. When you worship, you are to worship like. Ain't no God like our God. When you pray, you ought to offer prayers that signify to the Lord. Lord, ain't no God like our God. Do I have a witness in here? He says, no, no, all these other gods are, are God's little G's. They, they come and they go. You, you can pick them up and put them on something. But if a strong wind comes, it'll knock that small G God down. They're idol gods. You can be walking by it yourself and not looking and, and you knock your idol God down. But I'm glad this morning ain't no God like our God. You can't knock my God off his throne. He sits high and looks low. He's in charge over everything in the earth. Is there anybody here who's confident that there is no other God? The songwriter said, I looked all over couldn't find nobody. Searched high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Then our God, you ought to tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus, for being my God and being my king. Because can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Say it. Say it. With confidence. Says you ought to conf you ought to be confident in God. The God of all creation. Act like he is. When you pray to God, act like. 
Ain't nobody like him. Talk like if he can't do it, nobody else can. Be confident in your petitions that God is still on the throne. And sing a new song. A song of confidence. A song of trust. A song of hope. A song of faith. So when life gets dark for you, when the game of life isn't going the way you hoped, you'll press your way through. You keep playing the game. Tell your neighbor, stay in the game, stay in the game, stay in the game, stay in the game, stay in the game. I know you wanted to give up, stay in the game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. It gets tough, but stay in the game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. God will give you your victory. And watch this. Your victory may not look like your neighbor's. Stop comparing victories and be thankful for the one he gave you. Sing a new song. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, in the book of Isaiah, the 59th chapter, verse number one teaches us that God's hand is not so short that he can't reach down and pick you up, that his ears are not covered, that he won't hear your cry. If you trust in him, if you don't quit in the game that the pastor just told us about. Remember, quitters don't win and winners don't quit. You heard Sister uh, Dr. Green talk about work in the church. The Sunday school is open. Matthew writes in the ninth chapter in the 37th verse that the harvest is plenteous but the labels, they are few. We asking for someone to come in and work. Would you like to be a part of the body of believers? The doors are open. The doors are open to you that are here. The doors are open to you for those of that that are still at home and just watching us. Will you give yourself away? So you so God can use you. You've been used enough by the devil. The door's open. Is there anyone desire prayer? There are ministers that are willing to go with you and pray with you. The door's open. 
today? yourself away to the Lord. We have an undefeated king. Once in his hand, he says that no man can pluck you out. If you become part of a body of believers, nobody will be able to pluck you out. Then you can sing that new song. You can get rid of that old defeated song and sing the undefeated song. Give yourself away. The doors are open. The doors are open. 
I want you to stay in that key, Carol. But I want to switch songs. I want to leave here on a on a different song. It's a, it may be a new song to you. A few years ago, Jonathan McReynolds wrote this song that said, "God is good." I don't know if you know that one, but it simply says this, the lyrics are, and it's a benedictory song. It's a song of blessing. It says, "May your struggles keep you near the cross." May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles end the way they should. May your bad days prove that God is good. May your whole life prove that God is good. It simply goes like this. May your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles in the way they should. May your bad days prove that God is good. May your whole life prove that God is from the top. May your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles in the way they should. May your bad days prove that God is good. May your whole life prove that. You got it now. Stand to your feet, everybody. May your struggles. May your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles in the What time we're ending on this one. May your struggles, may your struggles, yes, near the cross. May your troubles, you need God. May your
May the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each of you, now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.